This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line podcast network. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family owned and operated. A no pressure laid back atmosphere and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. But as I sit here on the 10th day of October, in the year of our Lord 2022, I happen to look up what they said preseason. Mm hmm. And doggone it, the FPI was right. The FPI said through six games, Arkansas would be three and three. And here we are. All of this is a, has occurred, and they are three and three. Did they get all the games right? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. To a, to a team. To a team. They had them struggling a lot less against Missouri State than them. Um, they actually did, okay. but they got the dub, and that's all that matters all at this that, point. Wow, okay. The FPI, I, I wrote this. I know I, there was a reason I wrote this down preseason over there on Megadesk. I wrote down all the games and the little percentage by them. And I was I, I pulled that card out today, and I'm like, well, oh. the FPI says they have a slight chance to win at BYU on Saturday. So we're going to see if this okay. thing is, uh, is right or not. But... For uh, those of you uh, out there clamoring for some sort of Ruskin tirade on the um, football team, they met my expectations. And I'm not I'm not phony enough. There's a lot of phony people in the media industry. But I'm not phony enough to sit up here and, and put on a performance when I'm not actually upset. All week I heard from all of you, they're going to go down there and get beat. And they did. It was a rare Razorback moment where everything met fan expectations. And yet here we are, everybody's still pissed. And I can't figure out why. I really can't. It went the way you thought it would. And now everything's broken and it's time to just uh, start over again. It doesn't make any sense to me. Get it all out. Doesn't just make any sense. Fire everybody, get it all out, and then we can go back to work. Now, I, I think it's it's been the the way they've lost this this. I mean, they didn't play well against Missouri State, and, and red flags started going up all over the place. You go down, you lose to A&M on a doink. Then Bama just kind of runs you over. They do that. And then Saturday was just, it was never close. It was never competitive. It's the first time in uh, in Pittman's tenure since maybe year one or maybe, well, the Georgia game notwithstanding last year, where you're just like, they're not in this one. They came out flat. 
And there was just no, there was no buzz to it. Maybe it was the 11 a.m., maybe it was Starkville, whatever it was. They were just flat and just never could seem to get a get a, get a handle on it. I mean, the Mississippi State goes down scores, and you're down 7 nothing, and boom, it started. Will Rogers did whatever he wanted to uh, against an Arkansas defense that is not very good. Uh, we have six games of data now. You're a big believer in data points. I am. They stink on that side of the ball. To, at every level. Yeah. I'm not throwing, and I'm not leaving anybody out. They're all bad. Bad right now. Um, can some of these guys get some coaching up and, and improve? No. Maybe. Mm-mm. They can't? No. no. Are, by this point, you are what you are. These young guys can't get more now, experience? Now, I mean, they're going to get moderately better, but you know, coach used to say crummy players don't get better. I mean, they just, you're you're in a position right now where, you've, where you're lacking some talent on the back end, that's for sure. There are a lot of things. I, I look at it like dominoes. The defensive line doesn't get any pressure. Your second level guys are they're they're okay they're fine, your, your back end guys are bad, and it just when when you play a team like Mississippi State and this is what I was talking about early last week when I was looking at Will Rogers going, unless they get a ton of pressure on him, he'll just stand back there and just pick you apart to be a slow death. And then Mike Leach has grown a little bit. They run the ball pretty damn well. Uh, there there's a lot of things about what went on Saturday that are alarming from the defensive side of things. The offense you can almost excuse not having KJ. We said it last week. They've become very KJ-reliant. But, but we know we know that ever since they gave up 30 points to a terrible South Carolina mm-hmm. team, uh, we've known the defense stinks. Um, and now we, 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 we know that. And, and people are, are wanting to blame the coordinator. Um, the only way that makes sense is if the first two years, Barry Odom was able to hide their deficiencies, and now the league is caught up, and he can't hide anymore. Is that what's going on here? Some, That's what well, it looks like it, to me. Uh, some of it, it yeah. The they, league's figured him they, out. They had a very experienced defense last year that played probably above their pay grade at times. This year, you've got a more inexperienced defense, and they're trying to do some of the same things, and it's just not working. You know, I, I was looking. I watched the game twice. I've watched it, you know, once just at real speed. God bless I, you. Well, I watched it once just at real speed as it was going along, and then I'd kind of watched it critically twice. They don't have any difference makers on that defense. They just don't. No, uh, they have a lot of guys that are fine, but uh, I'll go back to something Brian Kelly used to say all the time, which is, if you want to go beat Alabama, you got to go get NFL guys because they got eighty-five of them. And when you're going to play really, really good teams that are well coached, you need dudes. You know, the the walk-on stories are nice. They're, they're fine when you're playing mid-level teams. When you're going to play the better teams in the league, they're just not going to get it done. That's the way college football has gone. You've got to have dudes. And, it, you know, whether they stick 10 years in the NFL or they're drafted or they even get a tryout, Arkansas just doesn't have enough of those guys right now. Right. I'll excuse the offense because not having KJ takes everything away. The defense, there, there's some stuff there that's a little um, that's concerning. And this week in particular, if you let Jaron Hall stand back there, he'll kill you. Well, um, everybody is quick to point out that most of the time, and I didn't look at the percentages here. I'll pull that up here on on PFF as we speak. But um, most of the game was spent uh, with, uh, I mean, Arkansas hit the quarterback one time in the entire game. And, um, you know, I don't think this is a smart business move to build your defense around rushing the passer because nobody plays football that way anymore. But they were going to try it, and it worked against lesser opponents. It's not working against real teams anymore. They can't, they can't get there. I mean, you say that. But, I, I mean, I watched, I watched some games over the weekend where if you've got four, 
elite defensive linemen that can and you know you're not going to sack the quarterback as much as as you used to because we're not doing seven step drop stuff anymore. But if you can pressure him and just get people and hands in his face, the percentages will go down. The completion percentages and Arkansas just doesn't do that. I mean, there it was there at times. Will Rogers had a month and a half to sit back there and just pick the guy that he wanted. Um, are you? I don't. I don't know if you're ready for this uh, percentage out mm. there. I, I, I I'm worried we're going to cause a traffic accident when I read what I just saw here. Okay. But should I do it anyway? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, they did not pressure ninety three percent of the snaps. Yeah. That, that sounds about right, but when you're rushing three, it's hard. But like, there's never a game plan that exists anywhere in football where you rush six percent of the time. Like this is a, this one is. You, you can talk about not having the backup quarterback. Um, Barry Odom failed all of us on Saturday with this plan. This plan was dreadful. This plan was absolutely terrible. But it's the plan you've used the last two years, and it's the rush three, drop eight, keep everything in front of you, tackle. And, you know, unfortunately, Will Rogers knows what he's doing. Um, you know, the, the the running back did really whatever they wanted to do. And, and when you can't, they, I, I tweeted this out today, they need game records on defense. They need two edge rushers that can get pressure, and they don't have it right now. And if that's the defense you're going to play, you can't get stonewalled at the line of scrimmage. And that's what happened. If you can get, if you can get pressure with three, force them to get rid of the ball, okay. You know, you got a chance. And they, they had some of that last year. But watching them this year, it, it's been a struggle. Drew Sanders got manhandled inside, um, especially in the running game. And that's, you know, when your best players get pushed around, that's a problem. In the famous 2020 game where they ended the losing streak, um, KJ Costello was bl- was blitzed on one drop back out of 60. Same plan. It's the exact same plan. You're right. You're right. And I think the expectation was, well, we've done it before. Why wouldn't it work again? Because they're in the bubble and they don't understand how the well, real world works. You also exactly. got to have a, a backup plan. <laughs> you know, uh, they they blitzed uh, hey, him. This on, isn't going to work. They blitzed him on three dropbacks yeah. in, in forty-seven um, yeah. plays. Um, yeesh. Uh, anyway, they are uh, they're three and three. FPI says where, where they were. I mean, I guess the frustration stems from so many of these Kool Aid drinking fools thinking they were going to win ten this year when that was never going to happen. I guess that's why people are disappointed. I told you seven, and because of coaching eight, probably six now, and because of coaching seven is the real reality of the situation right now. But, my God, legitimate media organizations were putting out 10-win predictions, and not just Zach. He was just fooling around over here. But, uh, right? No, I, I really believe there were only two teams on their schedule that were more talented than they are. Well, I still believe that. Well, what happened then? How did this happen? What happened? I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. We are here. We got the gavel. Here we go on Ruskin and Zach. Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. 
Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. This is the text of the day right here. Yep. Arkansas fans are terrified of disappointment, mm. yet behave in a way that makes disappointment inevitable every year. Couldn't have said it better. It's well done. We have a toxic relationship with sports around here. We just do. We, we build everything up to an unrealistic height, and then when it doesn't meet the unrealistic expectations, everybody wants to complain about it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying don't care or don't be passionate or any of that stuff, but like we got to take a long look at how we do this. We've been doing this for a long time, and what are the results? Like we gotta look, we got to look in the mirror at ourselves at some point here about this, not coaches or players or universities or whatever it is, you know. Some of this is on us because uh, we let the thing get out of control. Well, we we, we tend to look at it in, in the micro, not the macro. We It's play to play. Oh, they sucked on that play. Fire everybody. Well, maybe we take a step back. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it's completely toxic. It is. And it's gotten to a point, and I, I was having this conversation over the weekend. It's like, you know, Grouch was texting. Well, adjustments should have been made. Okay, t- uh, tell me. What adjustments? Just tell me what you think they should have done differently. They Don't were, say adjustments as, as this, like, it, it's, there's no magic bullet in this. It's a catch-all. It, it is. didn't work, so something, something, something went wrong. Something has to be wrong. The coaches are incompetent. They're not trying anything. No. No. They do this for a living. They're smarter than you at this. Trust me. I know you play Madden a lot. I know you've read a book. But these guys do it for a living. I, I promise you they know more than you. I mean, you went to Starkville with with the backup quarterback and a bad defense and got beat by 23. That's exactly yeah. how that script plays out 99 times out of 100. Like, I mean, that's, that's the way it is. So as much as I would love to, like, just, you know, play into the angst, we can get, you know, 400 calls in here and we wouldn't have to do anything today. No. I just, I, I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm just, it, it, the game met my expectations. And the season has met my expectation to this point. Maybe okay, the defense is worse than I thought they'd be, but they are. What we're looking at this, you know, uh, the Grouch was also texted about. I don't care about wins losses. That's the only way it's we're only judging way. this, bud. That's the it's only it. thing that matters. Coaches are getting hired, fired because they don't win or lose games across this sport. That's the only thing that matters, man. That's it. Well, I, I think so. We've, we've learned this year. You don't get the time you used to. It used to be five years. You every coach would get five years unless things just got really, really bad. You don't have that luxury anymore. You got to start winning or at least showing improvement. And this, again, this coaching staff is in no, no, there is no way you're making any sort of changes unless it's mutual at this point. Where, you know, if Barry Odom says, hey, I'm going to go somewhere else. I could see them wanting new challenges and leaving, but they're not, I don't think, unless they don't win again, I don't think anybody's going to be dismissed. I don't think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. And look, it wasn't just media around here, it wasn't just fans. There were national guys that bought into this. Arkansas, 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 Arkansas. Well, that guy, uh, uh, Brett Siancia, bought yeah, into it. Yeah, he, he had really him. He had did. Him in the top 15 or whatever it was. I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I it's a very it's a very weird situation or very weird world in college football that we live in right now because well, the expectation is you got to come out and win 10 games. You've got to be better than you were last year. You and have if to not, climbing, then fire, then everybody. fire everybody. And you know there are circumstances to, to a, things. It's, it's the wrong way to consume any of this. You get the right guy, you just go through the uh, the ebbs and flows till he's not your guy anymore. That's that's what you right. do. Um, but I also think you're exactly right about like it's a weird deal because they skipped a, ske- a step. Like last year was supposed mm-hmm. to be. Well, will they make a bowl? This bowl year should this have year should have been, been the nine win yeah. year. The, the, right, they exactly. went in the wrong order. Exactly, and it and it goofed everybody up because mm-hmm. this the third year is where you like Leach. Yeah, Leach has yeah. taken off in the third. Year. It's been a slow build for him. Yeah, he's got yeah. his quarterback. Third year in the system, things have taken off. You called that during the summer. This is the year that somebody like Leach takes well. off. And here I they also, are. I also thought Tennessee would be bad, so let's not give yeah. me all the Well, you know there. what? Season ain't over yet. Uh, well, and I think they're going to get beat on Saturday. There you go. All right. Well, um, we've got a coach failing, so, of course, we've got to hear from Wally in Bentonville about this. Hi, Wally. Good afternoon. Hey, guys. First of all, I want to say I didn't suffer any loss that because the moment they trotted Kate Fortin out there and he threw his first pass, I canceled it. I said, hell no, I'm not paying up. <laughs> not with new alarm out there. Okay. But, you know, I know you guys are saying, okay, what adjustments would you make, Mr. Fan, Mr. Coach, right? Mm-hmm. And I think two of the things that do frustrate, you know, average fans, not not lunatic fringe, is that almost everybody thought Malik probably should have got the start, and maybe that messed up a little team chemistry there. You went with the new kid instead of the guy that committed to you out of high school and has been grinding along with everybody the whole time. And I, and I think Sam finally realized that and kind of did a little bit of a mea culpa on that. The yeah, other one, that's though, fair. That's totally that fair. To me, the other one to me that's almost more surprising is that they stuck with Vegemite sandwich punting for oh, so boy. long <laughs> through five plus games. And it took them, you know, that weak punt, the first punt against Mississippi State to finally say, we've seen enough. I don't know what Scott Fountain was looking at in practice, but my God. It you know it took us one series well, looked, to realize he looked good in practice. Malik needed to be in there, you know. Yeah, and I think that's the one thing fans hate to hear too. Like one, uh, Sam said it a couple weeks ago about trick play. Well, it worked in practice. Yeah, against our scout team. Yeah, and you, you get know, to run it fifteen so, times in practice till it does work. Like that's not a great answer. That's an awful answer, as a matter of fact. It, it worked in the place where we're not allowing you to watch us in practice, fans. That's where it worked. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I, I listened to Sam's press conference today and basically said everything I wanted to hear. A little bit of a mea culpa. This is what we got to work on. There's no, you know, there's no quick fixes on any of this. But he wasn't all doom and gloom. But he wasn't all pie in the sky either. So I think that's that's a good thing. You're steady. You kind of figured some things out. And I think getting KJ back will uh, obviously give the team a boost. Hopefully they can find some drinks with caffeine out there because they, they may need a little of that, you know, out in Provo. But, um, you know, yeah, I hated losing, of course. You lose the, the family pride, and they, they did come out flat, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think the other adjustment is what's their height music? Is it Barry Manlow or is it ACDC? Maybe they need a little thunderstruck going out there. Maybe yeah. they need a little highway to hell. Yeah. They need a guy, you know. The program, you guys saw the program back in the, the early 90s. Of course. The guy that went total droid, full face block on there. That's, you know, we need a little of that as well. Yeah. Get, get them hyped back up. But, you know, I think they're fine. 
I, I'm, I'm not all doom and gloom about it. And again, the one that really kind of sticks in my cross, it's not Bama, it's not Mississippi State, it's A&M. A&M yep. You win that, you win that, you're actually probably still in the top 25 because you're forgiven for losing to Bama. And you're like, okay, they lost the state, but they didn't have KJ, so maybe you're about 22-23. You lose to horrid Texas A&M when you had that game so many different times. That's really why every single game is important, every play is important. You can't mess around with who the quarterback is or even who the punter is. But, you know, these guys have been around long enough. So they'll get their stuff together. We'll be fine. Eight and four, which is still, you know, hell of a lot better than the Morris here. So oh. let's – you know, I don't you got him go going five and one the rest of the way. All, all they've, uh, <laughs> all I've got here. Thank, thank you, Wally. I mean, if anybody wants to be critical of fans uh, of the coaches right now, um, and there may will be a day when everybody turns on them because that's the way college football works. But right now, it's too soon. Chad Morris went four and eighteen, mm-hmm. and as I've said, we can go get him. He's not he's, doing he's available. He's available. I also want to say this. Now, this reference is kind of dated, considering. Uh, what the office has been in recent times. But um, when you're in a crisis, you want to get up there on a press conference as a coach and you want to look presidential. And today, Sam Pittman was presidential. He was calm. He wasn't, he wasn't s- snapping at people. He, was, he, wasn't, uh, he wasn't feisty. He was like, you know, I'm in charge. We're, we're you know, it, he's what you want. What you want in that moment, that's what he had today. Uh, in the press conference, he wasn't feisty. He wasn't. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't pointing fingers. It, well, it, at times like this, what do you want? You want leadership. Yeah. Who, who are you? And the, I'll, I, somebody asked me this question over the weekend. I didn't have an answer. When when he got here on offense, who was the leaders? Felipe Franks. We had Grant Morgan, Hayden Henry, had the really experienced guys. Last year, you had you know Henry Morgan, all those guys. Who's your, who are your leaders right now? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, who's your leader on defense? Yeah. Who's your leader on offense? Who? Where is the 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 accountability, the self correcting guys policing themselves, that sort of thing? If you don't have that internally, and it doesn't look like they do, you're going to have some issues. You can have guys who pretend to be leaders, or guys you think will be leaders, but unless, but you don't know until it goes bad. Exactly. Then you find out who your leaders are. Anybody can lead when right. you're winning. Absolutely. But it's when, real easy to you know be, when, you know pound your chest, say I'm the guy when things are going great. Right. But right. when this when, is when I'm, you find out right now, right? When but, you're in the storm. But last year, if they, when they went through that three-game losing streak last year, it was Hayden Henry and the Grant yeah. Morgan. And that's who everybody listened to, right? Who's do, who's who, doing the talking now? If it's who, not a coach, who's gonna work the problem and who's gonna like run out of the building scared? That that's what you mm-hmm. that's what you got that's what you're finding out right now. And I'll say this again because when I say nice things, no one ever um, um, remembers them. So just to remind you, I'll, I'll say it again. I thought uh, Pittman was uh, pitch perfect today, and Maybe this reference needs to be updated because of recent times, but I always want, you know, in a crisis, you want to look presidential up there, and I thought he looked presidential. You also want to appear calm. Yep. You don't want to look – now, the, the worst thing that can happen is they go out to Provo and they start grab-bagging for things, changing, getting away from what they've done. Um, and yeah, start, don't get desperate. Don't get de- – yeah, that, that's probably the best way to put it. Don't get desperate and start, yeah. you know, all of a sudden we're running double passes again, and we take three steps backwards. Yeah. Uh, JW is on the phone. Hi, JW. Hey, I called to talk about how you entered the party, but you mentioned the word near and dear to my heart, which is save. I use it as a singular sometimes. If I'm thinking about my pirate past, a save is what you make to produce the barrels 
that you put good rum in. Okay. I'd heard that, yeah. I'd heard that. that. That's that's good insight. We don't have time to play grab butt today, JW. We got a lot going on. Sterling and Center Ridge. Sterling, hit it. Guys, uh, I just totally – I'm a guy that had high hopes of winning 10 and, you know, everything go right, you know, what might can happen. But, you know, I, I watched watch it play out. And, you know, the, I don't know what else they could have done in adjustments. Uh, like I said, we dropped four interceptions. You got to catch those balls. You know, when you when you're a bad defense, that's – I mean, you you have to do that, and and they didn't. But I'm not mad at the coaches. I'm not even mad at the players. But they didn't want to got to execute. I mean, Orange missed an easy pass. Uh, you know, they all made plenty of mistakes. Bumper missing tackles. He said tackle. He gonna set the missed tackles record too. I mean, oh, I mean, wow. it's, it's no, but it's no, it's no. Not, I mean, I'm not trying to be that critical. I'm just saying that it can be fixed. And this team can go on and run. I mean, I'm not, I'm not getting off the bandwagon. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with them. And like you said about Pittman's press conference, I was I was proud of the press conference. Like you said, as long as we go and stick to the plan, I'm right there with them. I mean, you got to see how stuff played out. Who, who thought we were going to win this game? I mean, realistic. I mean, would you, would you put your money on them? And that's what I always come back to. You can't be disappointed unless you put your money on them and you truly believe it. And even then, you might be the dumb one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you, you just got to watch this stuff and, and watch it play out. And But one thing I don't like, I don't like it when people say uh, – what would you have done if you were the coach? Well, hell, I'm not the coach. <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean, I'm not making $5 million. What the hell? Why are you asking me? All I'm saying is when I take something to mechanics, I want it fixed. Now, I understand that part of the fans. But what the fans also have to realize is, is when you do your job, it ain't nobody's job to stop you from doing your job. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lee's job is to win that game. He got scholarships as athletes, too. So you just got to let all this, you know, you got to take it all in. Because um, don't be one of those guys on Twitter, um, and I ain't talking about everybody on Hallfield, but just the crazy one. You know, because there's a lot of people that's not crazy. But you know, you don't want to be the crazy guy. Don't be the crazy one. Just be sound and rational, like y'all guys are being today. And y'all have a great day. All hey, right. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. Oh, look at that. that wagon. Cooper Rush. Cooper Five Rush. And Five and Sunday oh, night's Cooper. a big one. Oh. hundred and two yards. Come on, let's not get crazy. That's, that's right. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yards. Look at look at look at look at, look at him tempering my expectation. <laughs> God, that's a that is a game. Look, the, nothing, the NFL is, is so great. Next Sunday, we go from a late afternoon Chiefs Bills. That's okay. To Sunday night Cowboys, Cowboys Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. God bless that, football. It, it oh, makes man. up for the dud we're getting tonight and Thursday. Oh, Thursday's <laughs> game is is it. Thursday's game should be rated TVMA. They were selling that thing. Like, I was watching. What was I watching? Thursday, for those of you who don't know, is Commies Bears on Thursday <laughs> night on Prime man, Video. They were selling that like they were down on Harry Hines in Dallas, man. <laughs> it was. I was like, you're really working it this bad? Look, it is Woof. what it is. Just Woof. let it go. Yeah. If you've ever been on the South End. The only Harry reason Hines, to watch is to watch Al Michaels make fun of the game. You're not going to watch Carson Wentz? Justin Fields? He sucks. He's so bad. He He's, sucks. Yeah, he can't play football. How does he? How is he employed? Like because honestly, he, he was the number two overall pick. He did have a season the year that they the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. He got hurt. Well, he was supposed. He was like leading the MVP voting midseason, and then he got hurt. And then Nick Foles got it done in the Super Bowl. He did. If that team goes to the playoffs with with Carson Wentz, they do not win that Super Bowl. Probably not. They're not. You're not beating Tom Brady with no. Carson Wentz. Get out of here with that. 
At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. I, uh, I hesitate to read Chaz's text because it really kind of ends all discussion points moving forward all right. for the show. And we got a long, we got a lot of time to Thanks kill Thanks a here. lot, Chaz. But Chaz writes, I think the fans, myself included, got suckered into the fact that they thought we would automatically be better and build upon last year. That's exactly right, Chaz. You got that right. You got duped. You got hoodwinked. You got led astray, run amok, whatever it is. That's what happened. That's what happened. Now, it's not that they didn't, like, purposely mislead their fan base, but when the hype machine was going, they didn't really do anything to slow it down. No, of So they're not. culpable. They're not totally responsible because they didn't, they didn't propagandize us with nonsense. But the, the, the attitudes were there about improving, and they didn't really, like, slow any of it down. There was one interview all summer where somebody in red tried to slow down expectations. And Hunter Juracek went on that uh, Quinn and Zimmerman podcast thing and was like, I think we're a little bit ahead of schedule. He tried to tamper things down, and nobody paid okay. attention to that at all. So, so last, Not at all. Last year, they arrived ahead of, ahead of schedule. They arrived to the party early. They exceeded their expectations. We talked about it during the summer. They got a bunch of bounces that went their way. Well, guess what? The doink is now ba- it's coming in the other direction, and it yeah. evens Get, out over even time. Even with the house now. You've yep. also got, you've got an injury issue. Now, people, you know, I was I was reading slash laughing at some of the uh, the social media stuff this weekend where people were talking about, well, if you recruited better, then the depth wouldn't be a problem. There wouldn't be as big a drop-off. Did you watch A&M and Alabama <laughs> over the weekend? Renfro's not, or Wil- he, he's not ready yet. Right. Milfro, excuse me. He's not ready to go yet. He's not Bryce Young. They have some. The defense is hamstrung by injuries on the back end. They're not. They weren't going to be good back there anyway. No. But with injuries, they've gotten worse. When you add in a no pass rush, you can't leave those guys out there all all day. You know, a pass rush cures a lot of problems. Offensively, losing KJ just it 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 basically shot down everything you would normally do. Your playbook shrunk. Hornsby did okay. I thought he was fine. He did fine. But he did se- perfectly fine. 17 points isn't going to win too many games in this league. No. There's especially with that defense you've got putting on the field yeah, right now. I'm, I and so, I don't know at this point being, you know, 6 games into this, I don't know what you're going to do with it other than just slap a band-aid on it and try and do the best you can. 
I was I was texting with Ty this morning, and we were talking about this back and forth. Last year, they had the same problems. They still didn't have a pass rush. They had a really experienced defense, but they were able to mask some of the issues that they had with a really good offense. They were able to just ground and pound, keep games close. They were able to possess the football. They didn't leave their defense exposed. You don't have that luxury this year. So your defense is out there longer. Teams have got a year of film on you, and now they're taking advantage of certain things. Plus, they're got they're still, even Mississippi State doesn't do a ton of things formationally. What they do is they, they run a lot of different motions. And things. Guys still couldn't get lined up. They were getting lost in space. Like on the touchdown that went through, was it McLaughlin's hands? Mm-hmm. At, at the beginning of the game, the, the one that went through there, he where was he? He should have been back with that receiver. I mean, he's got the deep quarter, but why he's standing at the you know the goal line or the five yard line wherever he was when the ball was thrown is inexplicable to me. You just don't. That's no. There's no awareness because as that that receiver comes across the back of the end zone, you got to know he's coming. And I and, I, I don't understand why. Um, I know that in football you do like, you know, the same stuff. Like you have your things, and that's what you do. But it, it does feel like with this season, even though it's gone perfectly according to the way it was supposed to, in my opinion, to this point, um, it does seem like they are just trying to like they got last year's game plans, and they're just trying them again. Like they're not. There's no. There's no. Taking what you have and then adding a few new things here or there. They're still trying to do the same. They, they prop their feet up in some ways, it seems like. Well, some okay. of this, but, some of this but, okay, stuff. Let me, let me just, and, and I don't know this is what they're thinking, but this this occurred to me as I was sitting here watching it. Okay, so the plan, and you know, we've been told this a hundred times on how you defend the leech offense, which is you're, you can't pressure it. So what I guess what their plan was, was, okay, we've got Jackson, we've got Dominic, we've got, you know, all, all of these new toys can we get pressure with three? The answer is no. And if you're not going to send extra players, Drew Sanders, what would you say? 6% of plays they added, they brought pressure and they didn't get home once. They hit the quarterback one time. But I mean, no sacks. Three on three dropbacks, they blitzed him and uh, they hit him once. Yeah, see, that's not going to get it done. This week, same sort of deal. I mean, you can't leave Jaron Hall back. Well, there. there is not a chance they run, they rush three, drop eight thing again for. 96% of the game against Jaron Hall, right? There's not a chance. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I watched 95% of the game, uh, the but, BYU game. But here's what we know, though. Uh, what we know is that when we complain about stuff, they change it. Like, people have been griping about the punter for a month now, and finally, after another 25-yard effort by Max Fletcher, they actually put the good punter in, which finally, it, like, see, these things, like, people are caught up in Kendall Bryles and, 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 and Barry Odom and all this stuff. Here's something that really bugs me. The better player at that spot has been on the bench for five weeks. And we all know he's the better player. We've seen him do it in games. But because this new guy, this new shiny toy was good in practice, they put him on the field over the experienced guy. That bothers me. That That is, that's some... Uh, you're leaking into incompetence territory when you start leaving yeah. better guys out just because... I mean, you know what Reed Bauer can do. He did it in all the games last year. But, uh, and it took, finally, um, one more um, poor performance by Fletcher. And they're like, all right, finally. All right, we'll do it now. Well, fine. In the sixth game, okay, you win. We'll do it. And they put Reed Bauer in there. And what happened? The next one went like 46 yards. Like it's supposed to. I mean, it, that stuff bothers me. Bray's text, and he said, they need a young, up-and-coming D.C. Bray, let, let me add, 
let me put this another way. So let's say you, Bray, have a bad month at work. A project that you're working on goes sideways. They're not going to come in and go, you know what? We're going to bring in somebody young and better and cheaper because you screwed up. Barry Odom didn't get dumb overnight. This is a talent issue. He could have got lazy, you, though. You could. You can. I've never met a coach that hasn't had a scheme for everything. He, he doesn't make tackles. He doesn't uh, He doesn't get off blocks. He doesn't do any of that stuff. You got to have dudes. But what, what was the neighbors told us one time? I mean, when you got great players, you're a great coach. You don't have great players right now. And just slapping a Band-Aid on this thing, hodgepodging this thing together, it's tough in this league, especially against those types of offenses. Yeah. Um, uh, the, um, I mean, you can get in here at 866-285-4005 is the, is the, uh, the phone number. Um, remember Gene Talsilla? I do. Remember how bad of a miss that was by Musselman? Yes. Yeah. No. Brittany, Brittany okay. has got some problems. I, I don't, I don't, I think he's got one more year left. I, I'm going to have to go look that up. But, I mean, he that that's an obvious miss. Um, Dominic, I, I, I looked this up today. I mean, they had uh, 17 sacks in the first three games. They've got four in the last three. Well, three of them came against let, A&M. Let, let's get real about this. Let's get totally – you want to get real? Let's get real here on Ruskin and Zach. Okay. Let's say this disturbing defensive trend continues. Does Sam have the gumption to fire Barry? I don't know the answer to that. Because they're besties. They're really close. And when it came down to it, if that is the way, if they, if this thing totally went gunny sack in the last six games, does he have the constitution to do it? I don't know if he does. Okay. Why? Because hold on, hold on, hold on. That's his muse. That's but his sounding you, board. You had you had the the twenty the twenty season where they put together a defense that was pretty good. Yeah. The offense was, meh, but Odom was behind that. Last year's defense was pretty good yeah. when he had guys. Yeah. He doesn't have guys this year. I I understand all that, but uh, w- but but what does it do? Should that day come, does he does Sam have the constitution to do it? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I I think it's too soon to uh, either coordinate. Well, well, it's too soon to too soon today. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, if this goes really really. If this goes the way that the uh, the radical fringe thinks it's going to go, and they never win again, some, <laughs> somebody's got to go. Right, I mean, you can't you can't roll these three out there again next year if they need win again. I mean, that's not going to work. I just could I, he do it? I don't know if he can. I don't think he's got the gumption for it. I really don't. I just don't see the need for it now. I well, mean, not it, now. Six, of course, six not. games. In. Hey, look, if they if they get impl- if they implode and go three and nine and the defense is awful the rest of the year, maybe. But I don't think they're going. You know, they're, they're not losing the last six. That's not going to happen. Oh, they're going to win seven, six, seven. Missouri still on the Missouri still on the schedule. That's a win. Which is what. Which is what was going to happen all along, but uh, it, this is just—it's so—it's so clear to me. I don't know how to explain it or articulate it properly. How clear the vision of this season has been to me all along—that it was going to be six, seven, eight somewhere in there. I mean, Vegas had it. Uh, what six and a half? I think it was, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. I think that was the yeah, over and the start. Yeah, what Vegas. Had. Yeah, I mean, like the answers are there. We just don't believe them because. It's like being told your kid isn't good at basketball. You're like, ah, oh, no, no, yeah, you don't know. He, he's trying hard. But, you know, he's out there and he, he's dribbling with two hands. Like, he can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, it, it's 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 that sort of, there's an emotional detachment that doesn't exist because this is your favorite team. And so you automatically bump them up three, four wins, then is the reality. This happens all the time. Um, but I just don't think that because they didn't meet your expectations out there, that there's a lot of like 
problems right now. They got issues, sure. Oh, yeah. They got problems. But, I mean, they're right in line to do what they were supposed to do this year anyway. Just not in your eyes, but in, you know, reality's eyes. That, that's well, what sure. they were when supposed to do. When you get off to, to a 3-0 and start, you think everything's in your uh, in your real house. I mean, we were talking about KJ and his Heisman during the summer. We were talking about, you know, contending in the SEC West. And then, you know, you go out and you, get, you take your 12 tests and you we, see where you are. We are we are as culpable as anybody. Sure, sure we are. Absolutely. Yes. We, are in, we are in the myth-making mm-hmm. business just like a lot of other people here. But um, anyway, it is, um, I don't know. I, I thought specifically just on Saturday, not talking like state of the program or all that stuff. Saturday went about the way we thought it was going to. And yet, for some reason, people are pissed. And it doesn't um, it, it doesn't compute well, to I th- me. Well, I, I don't think anybody expected them. Well, I, I said it. The expectation wasn't for them to just look inept at times, like lost on defense. And this, there, there was some but time down. Um, that's one of the three best quarterbacks in the league. They're going, and he's going against a crap defense. Like, what was he supposed to? I, I, he wasn't going to look bad. I'm telling you, I watched him last week. Just the way he was running that offense, I'm like, this guy's a problem, and he's going to be a problem for good defenses, really good defenses. So, yeah, is it a one-off deal? Like, it, it gets no easier this week with Jaron Hall. He's the same way. He's got control of that BYU offense. There. Chuck and I will have a disagreement on Thursday about the level of speed that BYU has. Um, they got some guys. Um, this kid Epps can flat out fly, and they're they're very disciplined. They're very well constructed. I don't know if they can stop the run, but it'll be a, it's going to be. It, I'll bet if KJ plays, and we expect him to, he was cleared today. Apparently, um, it's going to be a high scoring game. No, and that fa- I think that favors BYU. Uh, Rusty wants. Um... Ten and two in the big book for twenty twenty three. Okay, all right. all right, gotcha. Also, your schedule's a whole lot easier next year. Oh a yeah, the non conference schedule is, is garbage ridiculous. next year. I mean, yeah, BYU I mean, loses Hall and they come here for one thing. Yeah, and then there's three other scrubs. So, yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's an it, embarrassingly bad schedule. Now next you got to go to Bama, you got to go to LSU, but I mean. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning 150000 plus in cash. Download the app, choose the contest, select your player props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Sign in now with promo code HTL at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. Make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy redefined. And remember to use the promo code HTL. Because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. We have uh, DQs. I got thoughts on that coming up momentarily. Um, uh, If you're just uh, getting uh, done with work or whatever's going on there, um, it seems like this football team needs a uh, radio person to light a fire under their butt. They're just going to have to find one that isn't me. (laughs) I'm not doing that again. Thank you. Not doing that again. Appreciate that. I mean, I heard that. Do you? You know what to do. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm. I'm. 
I'm out of the sermon business. All right, I'll, I'll leave that to uh, the the fire and brimstone to to others on that deal. Um, plus, that didn't have any effect on anything anyway. Uh, back in the baseball run, but uh, they have some problems on the football team. I don't think there's any uh, doubt about that. Um, the thing that bugs me the most is probably why the better punter just sat on the sideline for five and games and change. I don't like you knew he was good. Like, mm. why did you? It feels like that was one of those deals where you were like brokering favor with somebody. We're gonna play this guy, so this will help us with these other things that we want to do. Like what? That was a deal. Man, nah, that's what it seems like. Nah, it felt like a deal. Nah. Felt like a deal. That's what nah, it felt like. No. No. Put the best guy out there. We know it's Reed Bauer. You Do know it. it. Here's here's one thing I've learned is rushing to snap judgments on stuff like this without all of the information. You generally there's there was a reason. It could have been uh, from very simple explanation to something more complicated. But keeping a guy out to curry favor with someone, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because you're putting your football team at risk. You know these practices must be incredible. All we hear about is how great that things are in practice. Everything works. Everything, you know, all these trick plays work. You know, the the, the Fletcher is crushing the ball. Um, like, in, in practice, uh, the, the better player is uh, is um, uh, Renfro. Or, mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, God, they must be. These must be. It's a shame they don't uh, put that up for $7.99 a month. They just watch practices because they, apparently they are awesome. It's where everything goes right. No one's ever had a bad practice. <laughs> Well, this is what we hear. I mean, we, you, uh, you, Fortin, could, I you could say, have. No everybody Renfro. could come out on the field, lay down, take a nap for two and a half hours. Coaches come out and tell you how great it is. Yeah, all we hear about is how great they are. So, I mean, hey, uh, um, that's um, it'd be nice if the fans could see that, feel better. You know what I mean? Um, mm, JT with a good point. Yeah. Maybe the reason the plays work in uh, practice is because the defense isn't very good. That has crossed my mind. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, in the uh, in the heyday, somebody brought this up because um, my overall thought is it's really, really dang hard to get enough depth to be a regular contender in the SEC at this school. It's just really, really hard. Um, part of that's the eighty-five limit. You know, in Arkansas's heyday, they'd have like seven, eight teams doing practice over there. They had like hundreds of people on the team. Now, if you're wondering about, you know, people who don't who get into the games that don't know what they're doing, gotta remember, like a lot somebody brought this up on the text earlier. Like the threes and fours are running scout. Mm. They're not running like the the regular stuff sometimes. They don't have enough people. There are selected threes. Because you rotate, especially like on the defensive line, the the wide receivers, even your running backs. I mean, your your three, four, your threes and fours are probably still running with the first because you, you never know when you're going to need them. Now, if you're further down the depth chart, walk-ons are running scouts. That, now, when you play a guy like Bryce Young, you might ask Malik Hornsby to go back and play quarterback because you got to be able to simulate it. But, but my point is that you don't have eights and nines doing it. No, 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 no. no, no. You, you, you can't do that anymore because of the scholarship limits. And it's one of well, the that's, re- that's what walk-ons are for. It's put them out there. It's one of the reasons why it's just to get a quality forty-four here. Like no one's done it in thirty some odd years. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is put, there. Put teams like Alabama, Clemson, George. Put them. They, put them to the side. I mean, those are outliers. Those those three programs have 
probably 60 or 70 NFL guys on it at any point in time. Guys that are going to be, you know, probably drafted in camps, whatever. You're competing talent-wise with teams like Mississippi. Look at what Mississippi has. They'll put some guys into the NFL, but where they make their money and where they're better than than some teams, you know, why they're in the upper echelon is it's players 23 through 50. When you're when you're going in practice and you're going against quality guys, not just you and me standing at the corner where guys are running free, makes a difference. It makes practice tougher. It makes you better. Games are easier. That's I mean that's why Alabama is so good. Is when Alabama's uh, uh, first team offense is playing their their is just working out. They're playing against Alabama's twos and threes who are pretty damn good. Yeah. That is, that's it's a, like playing preseason games, and you're playing against you know yourselves, yeah. and it's you're you're playing teams that are are probably just as talented, yeah. and are like you know Ty and I were talking about this earlier. I mean, look up and down that roster. Tell me how, how many NFL guys are on that roster. Last year, I mean, Ridgeway is an NFL guy. Uh, Burks obviously is an NFL guy. He's hurt by the way out four weeks. Um, Grant Morgan got a got a, a peak. Um, um, what's his name? Uh, Buster Brown. He's with the Jags. There were NFL guys on that roster. You look across the board right now. Tell me who's a surefire going to stick in the league NFL guy. Ricky Stromberg might be your best option, and I'm not sure. Well, this is the point. Um, you know, when when the Bielema era started going sideways and everybody wanted to blame Rob Smith, I was like, okay. Um, in Rob Smith's first year, <laughs> yep, he had Flowers. Wise, like they had pros at every level. Mm-hmm. In his second year, he didn't, and all of a sudden, well, Rob Smith's probably fire him, and mm-hmm. he did. They brought in Paul Rhodes, which um, didn't go well. No, like I mean, th- at some point, like th- this is like as good you can you could be uh, a Belichick, Lombardi, Don Shula. If you don't have the guy. at some point, you got to have talent. You got. I mean, that there's just. It's like we used to say about uh, the rankings. You want to get into rankings, you got to win important games. You want to you, you want to be good, you got to have talent. Like that, that there's no there's you can't just create it. It's very rare to do that. And uh they need um a lot more on this roster. They they need that's well, what they need. I, I, I go back to what Brian Kelly said to 3 years ago after they got after Notre Dame played Alabama. He's like the way you compete with Alabama is to go get better players. He's like, you know, we probably have a dozen NFL guys. They've got 85. And that's the biggest difference is they have NFL guys at every level, at every position. And and you know what? If the NFL guy that's playing isn't playing up to par, there's an NFL guy right behind him. Right. You know, the NFL is the best of the best of the best of the best. And if you've got, you know, 20 or 30 guys that are going to be in the league, you're going to be pretty good. And if you're not, that's when you make a coaching change. A&M, you're underperforming. You have yeah, NFL that, guys. A uh, and M is is totally under. I was watching a game yesterday, and I, 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 what game I saw I a great note on them. Mm-hmm. I'll try and find. But it I, I was fast. watching the game yesterday, and on back to back plays, A and M guys made the tackle, and you're like, I mean, how did Jimbo screw this up? Connor O'Gara with the note: uh, three different starting quarterbacks. A and M hasn't scored more than 24 points in any of its last eight games against FBS opponents. They haven't scored more than twenty four in their last eight real games, mm. and they've had three different with yeah. three different quarterbacks. That, so there's a lot going on there. One, you can't keep a quarterback happy. Uh, number two, or healthy for that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then number two, you, you can't work with what you have to make it work with Jimbo. Yeah, and I'm, I'm telling you another thing. I saw this the other night. Like 
Quarterbacks don't want to go anymore to a school where you're going to get yelled at on national TV like Jimbo was every time uh, uh, King came to the sideline. He's getting screamed at by his head coach. That's not a great look in recruiting. You can't do it that way anymore. And you can complain about why you can't do it that way, but the bottom line is you can't. They, the kid, Players don't respond to that anymore. doesn't work. Well, in my day, well, you know what? It did work in your day. Days change. Yeah. Time passes, things change. That's what happens. And uh, I thought it was a bad look from that standpoint. I mean, who would want to go well, go play there? And you're gonna, Every time he's blaming the quarterback for stuff, that's what it looks like on television. Well, sure. It, it's bad optics. And, and, and I told you during one of the breaks, I mean, I had a coach tell me one time the best way to, to get better, you want to fix all of your problems, get better players. I mean, it's 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 that a is. simple it's a simple explanation, but it's very very hard to do. You gotta yeah. get better players. Well, all right, your uh, drive home here on uh, Ruskin and Zach is powered by Mr. Sparky. All right, well, we have uh, reached the time now where it is time for DQ to share <laughs> her thoughts on what's going on in the world or whatever. Hold that thought for a second. And we like to call it DQ. Mm -mm. I have thoughts on that. Yes, I'm ready now. That. DQ? What? It took a second. My, my vamping skills are awesome, I aren't forgot they? where I put it. <laughs> okay, well, this... Obviously, it has nothing to do with football, which we've been talking about. We all need a day. break. So, good, good. Um, so I don't know if you've like been on any form of social media lately, but it's kind of a proposal season, you know. Oh, is, a lot yeah. of people are getting proposed to. Yeah, like, I saw a couple of them. To it's the, uh, the, the second, weekend, yeah. like right this time of year, is the second wave of like wedding season. What's the first wave? Spring. Okay. Oh, but okay. it's also proposal season. Oh. Um, so I just thought of a couple of rules that if you're planning on, you know, proposing to your girl this season, a couple of rules to keep in mind when you're okay. doing it. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. Rules like for proposals. This. Rules. Yeah. Now, did you consult anyone on this or are you on your own? No. Okay. And <laughs> now, are you angling for something? No. Okay. No, no, no. Just asking. Okay. Um, I didn't know if we were speaking to someone no, through, no, no. through here. I don't want to be proposed to <laughs> at this time. Okay, okay. go on. <laughs> um, okay, so rule one, preferably not in public. It's a good oh, rule. Oh, that's a good rule. Don't Very propose rule. in public. Restaurants, public like, places, that sporting events. If like. you're proposing to someone, you're, you probably have a good idea of what their answer is going to be. But just the people around you, it's uh, awkward. Okay. Like, it's just awkward. And then there's always a chance that they say no. The look at me, Louie Which move. would be embarrassing. Right, right. You don't want to get turned down in public. Okay. 90% of public proposals end in divorce. Ooh, okay. I just made Is that it up. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you had something. It sounded good, though. <laughs> okay. Um, try your best not to do, like, a basic cliche proposal. Mm. In public would be... One of those. Cliche. Okay. Um, you see a lot of hiking proposals. Yeah, going up to the top of a rock. Yeah. Everybody's you see, all to, to hand off a rock. Yeah. Hand yeah. Off a rock, right? You see um, a lot of like the, the, the random couple photo shoot. Yeah. Where the girl is standing there and the guy is standing behind her. And she has no idea that he's about to propose, even though she totally does okay, know. Okay, yeah. Because the photographer showed up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I hate Instagram. It's ruined <laughs> earth. 
All right. I hate it so much. All right. Okay. This may be the most... This is like the most b basic but important rule. Make sure her nails are done. Don't let your girl... Don't get down on one knee if your girl's nails aren't done. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you, you lost me. I was kind of half paying attention and you lost me somewhere. What? You make sure her nails are done. Why? Because you're putting a rock on her hand, uh, and she's gonna she's gonna take a photo of her uh, hand, and you okay. don't want her to have busted nails. Okay, okay. Because right. she's gonna want to post the photo right. on okay. on I, social media. Okay. But, See, I just learned something. Okay. Yeah. Proposed right after she had a hot dog or a sandwich with <laughs> yeah. mustard all right. stuck in there. Yeah, right. that's what you do. So yeah. I mean, you've been, you've been digging for diamonds, down changing in oil. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, DQ. Go um, on. Don't propose on Christmas. Oh yeah, you oh, ruined Christmas. Yeah. Hey, yeah. that's Jesus. Or like family holidays, mm -hmm. you know? But Christmas, that's really cliche. Okay. Okay. And my number one rule, number and one. it annoys me so much, is do not propose at someone else's wedding. Yes. It doesn't matter how uh. close you are with the couple. It doesn't matter if you like got written consent from the groom and bride. Uh -huh. It is not your day. There are, if you... If my rule stands, don't propose on Christmas. There are 363 other days right. for you okay. to propose, and it is not supposed to be on right. someone else's wedding day. Right. Great rule. Well done. It's very good. Well done. Yeah. Funeral. That's a good time. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what inspired me to make that, that's the first thing that I came up with, and us talking about how your sister said that she was moving to Florida, Ruskin, yeah. on your birthday. That's like what inspired that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> DQ got your back. Yeah, yeah. She got your back on that one. Yeah. Okay, Mac and Bono with a good question. Is there any proper way to propose DQ? Mm. No. Be creative. Be creative. Hand him the ring and say, here you go. Public restroom. <laughs> <laughs> Gas station, right? Gas station. Yes, like in the office. Yeah, right. In the uh, in the, uh, the the ho hos aisle. You know, the ho hos. Well, yeah, that's like you know the snowballs and you know all the, the snack cakes. The hostess snack right. cake. <laughs> I love you more than I love Twinkies. <laughs> I love me some Twinkies. <laughs> and I love Twinkies. I love you more. <laughs> now, uh, Derek and I would like to, uh, as as they do in the State of the Union, DQ yes. has eloquently delivered this. Uh, from the divorced men's, uh, we would like. Yeah, you've we, we, done a couple we, proposals. We would like, we would <laughs> like, response. We would like a rebuttal. Um, don't do it. <laughs> you will regret it. I promise. Yeah, that's right. You are doing time. <laughs> you are doing you're time. Just, all you're doing is serving your sentence. You're lucky that's if you it. get an hour in the yard. Yeah, you don't even get to see the judge, man. <laughs> the judge just sentences you to whenever they're done. That's right. <laughs> and then when it's over, you're just like, cool, fist bump, I'm out. And, and then, then the, you go back to being happy. And then the next thing you know, you are uh, hiding tools in a, a hollowed-out Bible trying to uh, break out of there. That's right. Like that's, Andy Dufresne. That's why I keep a hammer next to my bed. That's right. <laughs> and a poster of Marilyn Monroe, right? <laughs> or was it Marilyn Monroe? Who was it? Which one? In Dufresne's uh, in the cell. Oh, it was Raquel. Well, Rock no, it was Raquel Welch. That's right. That's yes, the one that he crawled right. through. Yeah, That's right. And he climbed through two oh, yeah. and a half about, miles of crap. How about uh, proposing at a Bucky's? Ooh. It's a great idea. Okay. I mean, it's creative. Yeah, there you go. I would want to be proposed by the like the big beaver outside. All right. Um, <laughs> Waffle House. Yeah, text out the 479. Marriage is an institution. Yes, it is. <laughs> Marriage sucks, man. You just get to be told what to do all the time, all the stuff you do wrong. Yeah. I prefer living on my own. Yeah, how's that going? You know what? I'm living my best life. Look I'll be honest go. with you. Yeah. I'm having a good time. Yeah, look at that. 
<laughs> what about that. a NASCAR race, DQ? No, it's public. Oh, it's, it's out. Classic. Public, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be classy. Woo! There is nothing. <laughs> Daryl Dane! Well, first you have to scream because of the sound, right? right like right. Your Car races are loud. Yeah, see, sporting events proposals are just weird. Mm, yeah, like on the board. Like on the board. Right. Everyone's That's the looking worst. at you. It's the worst. It's the worst. And then, like, 100% of those into divorce, too. Videos yeah. always get, like, on the internet, and it usually ends in, like, one of the people not looking good. <laughs> like, they're the bad guy. <laughs> Didn't there... Uh, was there something that a... Um, I think this was a kiss cam deal where they got on there and, like, they were, like, fighting or something. Like, I think it was at a Knicks game or something. Mm. They were having... It was, like, a bit. They were doing a performance. They got on the kiss cam. The video went viral, and they... They were uh, like, you know, fighting or whatever it was. <laughs> no kiss cam stuff either. Ah, DQ. Here's a text of the 479. Uh, what about a proposal at Hobby Lobby? Oh. I would not accept a proposal okay. at Hobby Lobby. Oh, yeah. Well, they got plenty yeah. of flowers. They're starting to call you out here. Uh, wait, DQ said not in public, but then she's okay with Bucky. Okay, well, the Bucky thing was a joke. Bu- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan in Prairie Grove, he sympathizes with us. And I'm going to start adopting this. Every day, I tell myself it's all about the Ryan. That's right. Yep, you got it, buddy. I hear you. Everything's coming up Ruskin. That's right. Uh, my <laughs> wife said marriage is great, and I love my wife. Text out of the 501. Good for you. You read that very well, sir. <laughs> oh, I've had practice reading things. Hi. Without emotion. I wanted to tell you that. Turn it over. <laughs> I love being married. Thank uh, you. We're a major league baseball That's right. team. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.